from Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky, Black Clock Moon Productions proudly presents Bluegrass Homefront. Bluegrass Homefront Season 2, Episode 9. Nine. Nine. For March 21st, 2021, the episode that requires a shrubbery. A shrubbery. Nine. Nine. Okay, so that was weird. Yeah. My name is Tiny Brian. I am your host. With me, as always, is Victor. Victor, hello. Hello. It's a big week for you. It is. It is. For it's me? veto week in Kentucky. Veto week? It's oh, yeah. It's veto week in Kentucky. Veto week. What are we vetoing? Well, we don't know yet. And the, there's only one of us who can really do it, and that's that's Papa Andy. Yeah. He's the one with all the veto power. But he is. we'll see what if he decides to do to take advantage of his opportunity for vetoes. Okay. We'll talk a little bit about that later on in the episode in a expanded edition of Fancy Talk. Fancy Talk. And uh, But before that, uh, we do have uh, – so uh, we, we discovered in the course of pr- pr- producing this week's episode, and it's just you and me this week, a rare episode where we don't bring anybody in, we don't go out and talk to anybody, nobody zooms in. It's just you, me, and the audience this week, Victor. Okay, well, that – that's okay. So, and and part of it is we have a little bit of a confession to make, and and an element of ourselves that we haven't revealed to the audience. What's that? Well, that's a tease. We'll oh, get to that. Okay. Before we get to that, we do need to uh, let's have a little bit of. A, I know UK's out, but there's still a lot, or at least UK men are out. Yes. UK women, at least now, they may be out by now. This is you know by by the time this releases Tuesday afternoon, they may. I don't know if they're still be in it because they're Maybe. playing on Sunday. They're playing before, okay. yeah, and which is after we have recorded this. Right. So we're sure hoping for it. We're rooting for them. Do you know who they're playing? Uh, I don't know. I all. did. I heard it, but oh, well. it's. But yeah, we're but, and it is the first. Uh, so the new coach of the women, mm-hmm. she. This is the first time that a UK women's coach has taken a team to the tournament in their first season. Really, ever? Never happened oh, okay. at UK before. That's so very cool. She's been a. She's had a. She's had a great run this year. Of she course, has. she was Matthew Mitchell's kind of protege mm-hmm. and heir apparent. And yep, and he left her a good team. You know, he shout certainly out, did. Yeah, shout out to my, Matt, Matthew Mitchell. We hope he's doing well. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready for him to have his next next act. Whatever, Whatever it is, he'll be him. dancing. I promise you that. Yeah, we sure hope. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it's been a good week for Kentucky women's basketball generally yeah. because uh, Alice Lloyd College mm-hmm. is that the one in Pippa Pappas? That is in Pippa Pass. Pippa Pappas. Pippa is it? Yeah. Never been there, to my knowledge. I don't think I have either. Even though I did apply there back. You know, back in my senior year, but and that, I think I got accepted, but well, I, yeah, I didn't but go. It, it's one of those mount, schools designed for us for yeah. mountain kids. Mm-hmm. So that's Alice Lloyd College. Their mm-hmm. women's their women's team won the NCCAA Division One, which is the whatever the little di- bitty schools. Yeah, yeah whatever the, division they. Yeah, belong when you to. add the extra C, the schools get smaller. Right. Even smaller than the uh, like the NAIA schools, mm-hmm. yeah, like Georgetown and those schools. Even smaller than that, right? Well, yeah, because Alice Lloyd has what hundreds, maybe. Is that it? I guess I don't like. I say I've never been there. I don't oh, know. Okay, well, I'd, I'd love to go. I always want. I thought so. There was another college mm-hmm. back in the eighties that mm-hmm. closed here in the, over in the mountains. Oh, that was. Uh, you, you shouldn't ask me. I, I, How could I, I find out if I, know, I don't but ask I do, you? I do know the, the name. Lindsey Wilson? Maybe. I think that's it. Yeah, our, our old friends, uh, Joe and Jay, they played football there. I've always wanted to go and see what's happened with that campus. Just yeah, no kidding. 
What ha- I never. Well, I never we'll was look there. it up. Maybe we'll go do like That'd a haunted a f- tour or something. We have talked about. So we one of the things we want to do is we want to start having like weird Kentucky adventures and take our mobile studio along so we can bring the audience on our weird adventures. We will once these vaccines keep keep taking hold and oh, uh, yeah, things get back back to more normal and uh, hopefully that'll work out that way. Yeah, my uh, I have the couple of days after this comes out, I will receive my final uh, uh, Pfizer vaccination. Okay. And uh, you're you're into the process now, correct? I, yeah, I won't be able to get mine until like the first of April, but that's well, fine. Yeah. So, how you want to talk about your how it was? Did it you? Was, uh, are you okay? A, have do you no, have mutant powers? A, I, I I was hoping it would give me superpowers, you know, but mm-hmm. it didn't work out that way. But my arm was really sore the next day. That's the only thing. See, when I had mine, I was a little nauseous the next really? day, but my arm wasn't sore. Really, my arm was pretty sore. Hmm. But the, the day after, though, it's like it never happened. So, so and the same with me, my little nauseous. I was yeah. a little nauseous the next day after my first dose, and then I was fine after that. Yeah. So interesting, we both had, we both had one symptom. Right, that was weird. Yep. Oh, so, but so you know, Kentucky's out, Tennessee's out, which Tennessee. is my personal. I'm I'm happy. I know <laughs> I shouldn't be for an SEC team being out, but as Tennessee though. Yeah, but Florida won. I like Florida. LSU won. Weirdly, mm-hmm. Florida LSU is my SEC West team, even though they have a terrible coach. But I, it's okay. I don't know. I like LSU. Yeah, I don't know why I like them. I just do. I, I never could warm it up to them really. I kind of like Alabama. Right. I, I've always kind of liked Alabama for some reason. So, and uh, I want to keep talking about sports. We should try to go to a baseball game in the next week or so, UK baseball, because they're going to be playing. Sure, around. yeah. We could probably pull that off over at, at the uh, Kentucky Proud Park. Yeah, and it's yeah. so awesome looking there on, mm-hmm. on alumni. I'd love to. I want to go check it out. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. You know what we should check out right now, though? What's that? Some music? S- some music. Yeah, we're going to break it on down. Excellent.
Homefront. This is Vito. So in that first run of music there, Brian, we heard Joslyn and the Sweet Compression, If I Break It Down, Kim Henderson with When Will I Be Loved, and Wicked Peace with Floor Mattress. Some great bands there. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing, I, I'm starting to see like where COVID world is fading and the mm-hmm. bands are starting to, to pop up. And, and well, Joslyn has a has a show scheduled at the Burrow here, I think, the 1st of May. So, yeah, yeah we, so. I, I kind of want to go to that show. Yeah, we, uh, me and the wife actually talked about that, so we'll, we'll see. I may have to buy some. I, I bet tickets are already available, so I yeah. need to do that. Yeah. Oh, so great, great first set of music this week. So we promised at the top of the show that we had a – some an element of ourselves a little bit of a thing we haven't revealed to the audience and i thought it was time i, that I we think they about. might suspect though brian well, I well at mean, least at least from you i mean well admittedly you know. i wear my i wear my heart on my sleeve so so you know i'm i'm but yeah we would so what we want to talk about here is the fact that you and i and i think i can speak for you when i say we're both like huge nerds i don't know you're a huge nerd i'm i'm probably a nerd is that a weight joke that no, feels like a way no, joke. more like a you know, like you know, more of a huge fan nerd than I am. I don't know. You watch a well, yeah, but I mean, it's just because I like cool things. It, does it make me nerdy because I well, like cool things? Yes, it does. Okay, sure. Then I'm a nerd, but you're a bigger nerd than I am. I, and certainly, when we when I when we were younger, I was I was that nerd who could you know tell you where the bowling alley was on the Starship Enterprise and all of that stuff, and so. You know, and you wouldn't know it. It's not like we've had a lot of segments thus far where we just stop and randomly talk about WandaVision for an hour. Well, no. Because, you know, this that's not what this show's about. This show is about Kentucky. Yes. But. But. There's, what I, there's, there's a lot of nerdiness going on in Kentucky or has gone on in Kentucky. Well, I mean, Kentucky is a very nerdy place, I think. I mean, I don't know how many friends you have, but it seems like all mine were nerds, too. So Sure. You know. And, you know, while I don't necessarily think we need to sit and talk about, you know, stuff going on on, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we may we may find a format, a forum for that for that kind of talk. Maybe. But 
that's not this. That, no. that would be a different show. Yeah. What we what I wonder and I want to talk about today and I want to talk more about going forward is nerdy geeky things like geek tucky I, I don't know we're still i'm still workshopping the segment title. okay but so just and just to, for just to kind of initiate that i want to throw a couple of these that you may not know about and kind of get your reaction to them geeking out in the ky yeah. <laughs> go ahead it so, just came to me go ahead first of all um you know there is your fa- probably your favorite uh Kentucky nerdy connection. You're a, you're a big Walking Dead fan. Yeah, I, I'm not. Really you know, I haven't a, picked up on the last little bit that this came out. I, I need to. Well, I've been working my yo ass off, so I just haven't really had a chance to watch everything I want to watch. Yes, but yeah, I've been meaning to catch up with that. But you've you've watched everything up to sort of recently. You know, you're you're yep. a fan, mm-hmm. and of course, the creator of The Walking Dead, Kirkman, is is Robert, is, Robert Kirkman. Yeah, yep. Robert Kirkman is from Cynthiana, right? Yep. Uh, when I worked, I worked at the Best Buy off of New Circle Road here in town for a couple of years, and I saw him walk into my Best Buy more than once. And oh, yeah. He'd walk in, and the radios, Alex Kirkman, he's in the building. He's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, I'm not saying at some point we'll get an interview with him, but it would be pretty try. great. I mean, well, he's I mean we nerd. got Dan he's Issel. He's a big nerd, too. So. Well, sure. I mean, and we got Dan Issel. If we can get Dan Issel, we can get anybody. You would think so. I, I, that's my new confidence. Okay. So there it is. I mean, we got Dan Issel, so. Well, okay. Well, we'll talk so, about some other people I'd like to talk to. Yeah, and to. there are other and there are other artists and creators, and, and we're trying to track those people down. So if you if you if you you know if you have if yeah. you're an artist, you're a writer, just like we talked to our our Kentucky artist spotlight has heretofore focused mainly on musicians. Mm-hmm. Now I want to start focus. I want to start finding writers. I want to start finding artists and i want to start fo- talking to them and being able to po- po- post push them as well yeah so there's that and then there's the uh, i don't know if you're aware so in the years b- between we're going to talk about star trek which to boldly go yes to kentucky yeah. um <laughs> well we've all been before exactly y'all <laughs> here we sit now go ahead <laughs> so yeah with that that is probably the the geeky thing that is closest to my heart personally. Sure. And uh, you know there was it was on TV pretty much continuously from 1989 until about 2004. Right. And then when that ended, there was about four or five years there where YouTube became a huge thing, but mm-hmm. there was no Star Trek on television, no new Star Trek. So there was a whole thing where people started making their own Star Trek, like. There was a, a show called there was a web show called Star Trek Continues where they literally like recast the original series and tried to and got like DC Fontania and some of those old people who actually did the show yeah. and tried to actually so and there's all kinds of these and what I found is I was kind of I, I don't as I was kind of looking into some of this phenomenon because I find it fascinating is there is an actual Star Trek standing set here in Kentucky where, where that you can rent. Right. And you can go and you can create your own Star Trek fan film. Awesome. So can I go be the captain? Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that sounds fun. So we're going to go see the Star Trek thing. Yeah, that's that's. I hope to go and and you know we want to ta- and you know in our little travels for our, for the vis- listeners we want to be able to uh, do that. Now here's something interesting that you may not know. All right. Did you know, Victor? That there is an actual Kentucky-based superhero. No, I didn't. Who you got? So it, he's actually called 
Captain Kentucky. Captain Kentucky. Exactly. He and he's he's a derivative of uh, he's weirdly derivative of a lot. I've read a little bit of his. I think we should both like read the really? whole there's, run. There's really a Captain. Kentucky? Oh yes, he, he appeared in like. What's his superpower? So weirdly, he can't. And he was in. He appeared in like a local magazine mm-hmm. uh, in Louisville. Okay. In the seventies and the eighties. Oh, okay. So and uh, but he had like ongoing ongoing stories, and it's all collected. You can get it on Kindle. I've got it on my Kindle, so okay. I'll share it with you. And we, like I say, I think we need to read it and then review it. Okay. But I wanted to set it up here and and tell the audience if you're interested. Like I say, you can go get it. It's called yeah. Captain Kentucky, and so he apparently is in the sewers of Louisville. Ew. Yeah, and gets like toxic chemicals poured on him. Oh, boy. Because he was a, a reporter. Mm. The origin, you know, he's a reporter. Right, and he's, and he's reporting on some sort of industrial nastiness. Tracing and, down the lead. And, yeah, yeah. And, is, and and gets chemicals dumped on him Uh-oh. that give him superpowers. Except he also has, like, the Captain America shield. Oh. He, ha- he carries a shield, and it's like, and it's green and white. Green and white. Yeah. Hmm. Which is the, the sort of, you know, if you're going to be neutral, uh kentucky color you know because if you're blue that means something in kentucky if you're red that means something so when you're green that sort of implies neutrality i guess but okay so and it's a and like i say i've read the first bit of it Hmm. just kind of to set it up as i as i was kind of review kind of researching to talk about this stuff and so there's that and i personally i kind of I enjoy Captain Kentucky. I wonder who owns the rights to Captain Kentucky. I, well, maybe you could find out on your research. Yeah, I'm going to keep looking around. Okay. But I thought we would read it. So Captain, like I say, there's... Captain Kentucky, huh? Captain Kentucky. So there is a... Uh, See, I always think about Colonel Sanders for some reason. And I think <laughs> Captain Kentucky, I don't know. Because, you know, world on a worldwide basis, sadly, that's how people identify Kentucky mostly, is the damn fried chicken. Well, and it's it's hilarious to see you can if you look around like and because Japanese people love mm-hmm. Kentucky fried chicken, right? It's like they're and it's weirdly their official Christmas dish. Apparently, that's you, weird. Yeah, like in in Asia, you you eat Kentucky fried chicken on Christmas. But my favorite is when they do, like, Colonel Sanders as a superhero, as, like, an anime superhero, and they dress up as him and, like, go to conventions. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's, like well, there's said, been There's been a lot of dressing up like old Colonel Sanders, like, in the last in the commercials. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, even Reba was Colonel Sanders. That's weird. It was weird. I'm hoping to be Colonel Sanders for him someday, but I'm probably That'd be kind of cool. I'd do yeah. it. We should uh, – that's – we should go to – oh, and, you know, there's there's also, like – conventions now in in kentucky louisville okay. has them lexington now has a convention i we've both been to it it's where we saw jay and silent bob get old oh yeah we did didn't we? and uh even frankfurt and pikeville has had a con had a, a oh comic yeah convention. the, the comic con yeah the comic con yeah. so we may talk to some of those people who've been bringing those things here there's lots of there's, there's lots of fertile ground to talk about plenty of stuff that's for sure but uh, before, so we will get to some of that later. But what we're going to get to right now some is more, some more music. More music, enjoy. They almost killed me in Temple Hill, and cancer took my mom in Louisville. Some die young, fate and nature hold the gun, and others get to live. Why don't know? They've locked me up in Bowling Green and Glasgow And for 
could be prepared for days when it rains I know I've been at work on multiple planes But all the same I kinda feel like I could do more to tame the beast Always feasting on my money and time Got me orally fixated so my mouth can't rhyme All the signs say I need to keep the critter in line And so I cling desperately to its worn out binds The grind got me singing the blues But the fire in my mind got out my dancing shoes Stayed locked in the groove from the dish pit All the way to playing for you Life is musical it be just act real smooth Accidents happen more when your senses napping And that can be an issue when the higher ones you're tapping The mapping of your mind is worth a little mishappy Cause it's the only way you're gonna get them hits clapping Mistakes are the fabric of genius Success is a double-edged sword I would rather be crazy and homeless Than conventional and poor Mistakes are the fabric of genius Success is a double-edged sword I would rather be crazy and homeless Than conventional and poor Ignored is a state I am used to Physical harm ain't the only abuse, dude Only reason I seem to have a loose screw Is a new genetic pattern set Choose you. The booth tube is full of healthy people speaking their minds. But the streets are full of poverty and endless grinds. I look at both and synthesize them into rhythmic lines while I perpetuate mine in an effort to unwind. Then I whine about it, then I drink some wine about it. I'd like to think I'll never write another line about it. But no one me, I'll just suppress it for a while and shout it as somebody who don't give a single damn about it. That last part felt clouded, let's bring it in. I gotta come to terms with my everyday sins. I don't kick back too hard on the gin. I just say too much to preserve my skin. Mistakes are the fabric of genius. Success is a double-edged sword. I would rather be crazy and homeless than conventional and poor. Mistakes are the fabric of genius. Success is a double-edged sword. I would rather be crazy and homeless than conventional and Welcome back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tiny Brian. Hey. So, in that last set of music, we heard the Lost River Cavemen with South Kentucky Blues, Joey Aces and the Deal, GD Blues, and the Living Sound Delusions, The Fabric of Genius, which featured featured Andy Dishwater. No, I'm sorry. See, I got that wrong. I corrected it and still did it wrong. I'm sorry. So, The Fabric of Geni- Genius was featuring 
Living Sound Delusions and Emmett Banks. So there you go. Ah, okay. Yeah. Sounds like a bluesy. Uh... No, not bluesy. Actually, it's kind of. Well, no, not that song, but the whole set. Well, you know, I've been uh, having a little bit of blues and some melancholy going on. So, you know, well, you, you can probably tell my mood a lot of times from uh, the music that I play. Uh, yeah, someday. If, if anybody listens to this regularly. So, you know, like, yeah, if, it was a little more angry last week. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, I believe well, I, was, I, actually, I was bad. I was proofing it. I think I actually sent you messages like, um, wow, okay. We literally had a song called I Hate, which I really like that song, though. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool song, but it is called I Hate. Yeah. So we're, we'll, we'll hope, Victor, we're, we're going to keep working on Victor's mood. But uh, for now... <laughs> We're going to have us a little fancy talk. Ooh, fancy talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh. You're just supposed to keep going. I'm the, so, the audience is supposed to laugh. Well, I'm, it makes me laugh. What do you want from me? <laughs> I find it funny. Uh, so, Kentucky is sort of known, or at least in Kentucky, you, you, you often know that we have a thing called Fancy Farm, which is a summertime mm-hmm. barbecue picnic. And Republicans and Democrats get together and cheer and boo for their favorite and least favorite candidates because they all speak together and everybody gets together and they have a little fancy farm. So in honor of the fancy farm, when we talk politics here on Bluegrass Homefront, we call it Fancy Talk. We do. And before you get into it too much, I want to say Booker 2022. Yes. Go ahead. We're strongly considering that Booker should run. No, we've considered it. He's strongly considering it. Yeah, we've we've considered it. (coughs) Oh, yeah. We've we've made the decision. Yeah. I'm all about it. Let's do it. Run, Booker. Run. Yeah, run, Booker, please. We're begging you. We'll come back and talk to you some more just to see if you'll do it. So, uh, yes. So that's coming up. That'll be fun, fancy talk for the future. But So you're going to tell us what's going on in the legislature today. Yeah, huh? it's veto week. Veto week? Yes. and, and I'm, I'm in Frankfurt? No, oh, no. no. It's, it's V-E-T-O. Oh, veto. that kind of veto. Yeah. Okay. I, I may have, you know, I may have misappropriated. Well, I think you kind of say it the same way. But, yeah, so it's veto week. So here's the way, and I, I certainly didn't realize this until well into my adult life, how our legislator work, legislature works. Okay. So first of all, there are odd versus even years. Right. So even years are supposed to be 60-day sessions. Okay. And odd years, like this year, mm-hmm. is a 30-day session. Well, lucky them. Lucky them. But – and already this was complicated because they were supposed to do the budget last year and couldn't because of COVID, so they had to push it off and do it this year. Mm-hmm. So they'll and they'll, and they'll have to do budget again next year, right? Because it had it's supposed well, that's Kentucky what the longer sessions a, are for. But Kentucky has a balanced budget thing, so, right? Yeah, yes, so, okay. So the so anyway, thirty and sixty. Anyway, so apparently at a certain point throughout the legislative calendar, there's a, a week that kind of falls. Mm-hmm. Where the legislature can't meet, okay, and they've turned in. Basically, it's the everything that's been turned in. Now Andy has a chance to either sign it or veto it. Okay, so this is his week to kind of veto things they've passed. Ah, uh-huh. so what's he got in his pocket? So we got several things to talk about, but here's what's interesting: is mm-hmm. it's the the legislature gets a chance to do overrides, so they will come back for just two more days. Right. And from when this comes out, it's the it's next Monday and Tuesday. Okay. That they will come back and really in Kentucky, those last two days is when all the real work gets done. 
when that's when laws stuff actually is happening. Get yeah. enacted, yes. So most of what we're going to talk about, you'll find like hasn't actually been completed. So we'll we'll talk about what the difference is. So first okay. of all, here's what we know for sure. All right. The uh, the illegal insults against cops bill that we talked about a couple weeks ago mm. is dead. Oh, good. Yeah, it died in the house um, a couple days ago. Good. So yeah, that's not happening. Uh, got a lot of bl- got bipartisan blowback really. Good. And the 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 guy the sponsor tried real hard to say that this wasn't about uh, uh, peaceful protesting. The problem is who gets to decide what's peaceful protesting. Exactly. Yeah. And and so, so there's also um, something else. I'm real. I'm I'm glad to hear about. They've set up a way for if we if we in error paid you a bunch of uh, unemployment mm-hmm. uh, that you can apply to have that forgiven. And the unemployment I saw on the. Newsmakers earlier that that's a mess. There's a lot. It is of, there's, a mess there's, there's and a, a lot half. Of, there's a lot of fraud going on. Apparently, like there's people in other states coming, yeah, and, coming and in and kind of get a hold of here because people are like getting unemployment in their names in this state. It's crazy. But go ahead. So yeah, the, but but if if something happened and you accidentally got, and it was you know maybe I suppose not if it's fraud, but if there are they are setting up a process by which you can maybe get some of that forgiven. So, yeah, the the whole that whole thing is probably going to be a mess. Oh, it, yeah. And so at, that kind of adds to the notion that we may end up having us a special session this this summer. Mm. Uh, and the reason why we we think maybe we're set up for that is a provision in the budget that has now gone to the governor says that all of this money from the American Rescue Plan, you know, there were billions of dollars appropriated for states, right? And in order for that to be spent. It has to kind of be appropriated by the governor, and there's an office there that does that in mm-hmm. the governor's staff. Well, they wrote into the budget that that guy, if he tries to spend any of that money without the legislature approving, that he gets fined like a million dollars. That seems a little bass backwards. Well, it's a and it's to keep Andy from to keep Governor Bashir. Let me stop talking about him like he's my next door neighbor. <laughs> I see him every day at five o'clock though. But uh, anyway, so you Governor, still watch it? no, not okay, really. I was going to say no. I, I honestly, I, I watch. I never watched more than like highlights, like forty-five minutes of. All right, let's talk to this person. Yeah, no. it's okay, Andy. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I'll catch. They'll they'll tell me what's important later. They'll give me the highlights. Yeah, that's all I really need. So. So, yes, as much as I like Governor Bashir, I did not watch the 45-minute comfort <laughs> food thing with him. But uh, that's neither here nor there, really. So they've, they've set it up so that he can't do it. So if we, we decide we want to spend any, use any of this money for infrastructure or to build up our schools or any of that stuff, then we're going to have to call the legislature into session to appropriate it. So. Oh. Well, why so, would they want that though? If they, you got to have a special session. It seems like this. Well, I don't know. I, because I mean, they don't want go. Because they I, want to I, limit his power. Yeah, the, the whole executive power. That's that's a battle we've been fighting in this country since it's been a country. It's the whole like. Well, in Kentucky, and you know, and so some of the good things that have actually happened. Oh, good. What well, we got? So let's see. Of course, none of the no-brainers will be in there, but let's hear good things they did. So they, the things, like I said, the only things they've really passed past um, is things that Governor Bashir might veto. Oh, because boy. anything they pass in those last couple days, mm-hmm. they don't have a chance to – they don't have the chance to override a veto. 
Right. And they've got an they've got a supermajority, so they can override the governor's like they just need Republicans, and they can override anything that he taught anything he vetoes. Right. So the only thing that I could see of real note that they've passed past okay. is the school choice bill. Have you heard about this? What's well, school choice? No. So it, the school choice bill is a bill that uh, will basically create a pool and in, private individuals and businesses can donate to this pool and get a tax deduction. Okay. And then that money will be is managed by the, by the Commonwealth and it will be given to low-income students so that they can pay for private schools and be out of fa- try to get them out of the ideas to get them out of failing public schools. Mm. The mm. only problem is, at least to my mind, is that public schools are funded based on occupancy. Yeah, I mean, and every right. every time you take a kid out of the public school, that school gets less money. So Correct. if you take twenty percent of a school. And send them off to, I mean, over in the mountains and such, I presume these are going to be church schools. Probably, if they're private, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're going to, you know, there's not, I mean, there's the Sayer School and there's a Louisville Day, but there's not a lot of, like, private schools in the state besides that aren't Christian schools. Yeah, I believe me, I I found that out. Yes. I wasn't into indoctrination, so I moved on. and so if we move all those, then that, that means that the kids who get left mm-hmm. have less money, have less opportunity. It, and it seems like we're – and it's it's one of those things that seems like a good idea on the surface. But, you know, yeah. the more you think about it, well, then you're just making off the, the kids in the worst schools and you're going to make it even worse. Right, even worse off. And the real solution is to fix the schools. Yep. That's what I keep saying. It's like we got to put some more money in these public schools for real. So they've and, done some other popular things. They 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 sweetened it up a little bit. So it, Governor Bashir, he may he may uh, veto it. He may not. If he does, they they te- they theoretically can override it. We'll have to see what happens. Hmm. So I, everything else, I can kind of see both sides of that, but. I don't know. Yeah, I, and that's a that's a better way than ta- than literally taking the funding from the schools, like what some of those things do. Right. Yeah. But federal funding is based on who shows up. Exactly. I mean, it's literally based on attendance. It if, really it, is. It, it, so. Yeah, that's why they get so mad when you miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's what's still in doubt. In okay. other words, these are things. Mostly, these things have been ha- passed by the House, mm-hmm. uh, and there's plenty of time for. Every one of these things and a dozen of the things to get done in these last two days. Because so you, all right, so we got. So I've got first of all, there's HB five seventy four, mm-hmm. which is a bill that will add, I think it is four days of early in person voting. Okay, so basically, really? gives you from like the Friday before election day to go and vote at different early voting locations. Cool. Uh, it does make it a little harder to get, or at least harder than it was during the pandemic, to get a mail-in ballot. Mm-hmm. And it also adds a little bit more to track people when, like, when you leave a jurisdiction to make sure you don't still make, stay registered in a place you used to live. And right. if you die, take you off the rolls. Right. So, you know, those are pet projects of the Republicans, but I really like the, the early voting. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that that I, th- I I first got exposed to that in Florida. I think it's great. I'm glad it's going to be. Seems well, like it it's going to be sticking around. Around work and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the next one's a little bit more controversial, um, which is HB 309. Now this doesn't have a lot to do with us necessarily here in here in Lexington or in a lot of the rest of the state. This is more of a Louisville thing. 
Oh. So Louisville, in the wake of Breonna Taylor, created a uh, citizen board that kind of oversees the police. Oh, really? Yes. Good. And Louisville gave that particular board subpoena power hmm. so that they could call a, po- call a copy and put them under oath and ask them questions about things. And if they lie, that's perjury. Right. So that's an important power to have to compel the truth out of people or be able to hold them accountable for giving correct information. So they did this, and now this this HB four three oh nine is is incredible. You should look at if you go Google HB three oh nine Kentucky, you can actually go look at the text. Okay, and it's just the biggest, most terrible paragraph of techno jargon you've ever heard. Right. The important part for our purposes is. It tells the Louisville. It tells Louisville that they are not allowed. That citizen board is not allowed to independently issue those subpoenas. Instead, they have to submit requests to the city council okay. and get approval. Hmm. So that that's thought that it slows things down and it introduces the potential for politics into it. Sure. If, if we do that, yeah. Republicans think that this police oversight board is going to be full of people who want to, who might hold defund the police or or are going to be harder on police than maybe they need to be. So, so you know, whoever come up with that stupid slogan needs to be knocked upside the head. Yeah, uh, that defund the police. I it's mean, like, really, it's, it's just I mean, feels like a poison pill. Might as well just put a big sign on your head that says "I'm a jackass." I mean, I'm serious. That's the stupidest slogan I ever heard in my life. So, uh, what you got any more? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I got a couple more. So, okay. I told you I've got a lot to talk about here. This right. is, so, then there's HB 148. Mm-hmm. So, that is actually, uh, and this is a real bright spot, really. I mean, you know, the Kentucky, the Republicans hold a supermajority. I hope a Republican will come talk to me soon. We should go find Ryan Quarles. I think he might. He might talk to us. But, uh, and, but I got to say, they've done a couple things. Um, the early in-person voting, I did not. Uh, I think that there's, there's a lot to like in that voting law. And this one. So HB 148 is, is going to make it illegal to put someone to death in this commonwealth if they have a history of schizophrenia or other serious mental illness. Okay. Like previously, the law we had was like if you have an IQ under 70, which is IQ, yeah, the uh, the whole concept right, of the, IQ is sort of You have like sketchy. a men- Mendel-like retardation almost yeah, at that that's, point. Yeah, right. that was the old phrasing, yes. Right. So this mm-hmm. this kind of brings that, that updates this notion. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, what's funny is we don't seem to be, we're not one of those, we don't do a lot of executions. I think maybe there's been one or two in our lifetimes. Has there? I don't I, I don't recall right off, you know, there an execution in Kentucky. We and, don't really do that anyway. And the the notion here is that this will this pretty much puts an end to executions in the Commonwealth. Hmm. This this bill is going to restrict it to the point where we just won't they just won't happen. It's so not an out and out ban. So you're not down with executions, huh? No, I, I don't think that I, I waver on that subject a lot because, you know, there's there's a lot of truth you know when it comes to having a populace well this isn't you know, you know and this isn't an out and out ban either this is right. that that that's it can still see. happen yeah it can still happen but somebody who is me- mentally ill seriously mentally ill does not need to be well you know if you take somebody though that goes out and like kills 10 women and like does stupid things to little girls and that kind of stuff yeah of course they're mentally ill right yeah but I, to me that you, that, you that, that at that point yeah. it gives that dude's a place to space but so I, I i yeah i go back and forth on that one 
So, and finally, um, is House Bill 4, mm-hmm. filed by a friend of the show, Representative Breonna Taylor. You mean Attica Scott? Attica Scott. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't actually know Breonna. No, we, we didn't, didn't know. Yeah, friend of the show, Representative Attica Scott, which mm-hmm. is Breonna's law. Mm-hmm which bans no-knock warrants in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Okay, so they, uh, they actually got that up there? Well, they've it's passed in the House. Mm-hmm. It's another one of those. All these are pretty much, all these are waiting for the Senate. Yeah. And, yeah, all of these are, are looking pretty favorable. But, yes, at this point we're waiting for this last rush day. Mm-hmm. And, and, and work permitting, I think I would just really like to go to Frankfurt on Monday and t- of that Monday and Tuesday and just walk around with our, our mobile unit and just see who we can talk to. Sure. Because that's going th- that those days are always nuts. Like the whole sewer bill thing from a couple years ago. Right. That this is the time period that it yeah. happened in. Yeah. So these are, you know, this is the bonus round, the lightning round. Anything can happen. So anything else? You got some more? No, I think no. that that well, there's so, yeah, there's a lot more. This has been a busy year. So we but, don't we don't get any uh, recreational and no sports gambling, right? No, no, no. Well. See, yeah, well, the, then we're just wasting our damn time. Yeah, so. the we got the, the Sorry thing to that poo poo on your segment, but until I hear those two things, that they're just you know not getting the no brainers done. So <laughs> you know, I, I'm a, I'm aware there's low hanging fruit that they're not bothering to hit. Yeah. But, there's, I, I had to find some bright I mean, spots. Sure, but we always talk about funding our schools and and doing better things, and we need to get some shit flowing here, people. But you know, what do I know? I'm just an old hillbilly from Pike County, so yeah, you, you and know. me both, brother. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm sure we will have a longer diatribe on that, and perhaps one day we'll we'll talk about ending the drug war. Yep, we always want to stop the drug war. <laughs> Bluegrass home front drinking game. When we mention stopping the drug war, drink a lot. Please stop the drug war. Please. Bluegrass Homefront is produced by me, Tiny Brian, with Victor Anderson, who is also our music supervisor. Our associate producer and editor is Malachi Woodard. We offer special thanks, as always, to Catherine Leon Anderson and Michael Trent. For more for all of our back episodes and to sign up for a newsletter, we might actually send out an email newsletter at some point. You can do that at bluegrasshomefront.com. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, threats, whatever whatever you got, you can direct those to feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. Victor, what was that email address? Feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. All right. So until next time, this is Tiny Brian reminding you that the blinking light was only me. I hate rabbits. <laughs> <laughs>